Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle, the Christian girl's guide to modern dating. We're here to help you date with confidence while honoring the Lord and to show you that your identity and contentment are in Christ. We're going to give you the tools that you need to date successfully and be set up well for success in a godly marriage. If you've ever felt like you didn't really belong with any of the extremes in dating today, well, you're not alone. Neither did we. And that's why we're here looking for the middle. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Looking for the Middle. We are so happy that you're here. We are going to have quite the conversation today about how to talk to single people. Because if you are single, this is a great thing for you to use to start conversations or even just to send to people who need to know how to talk to single (laughs) people. And if you're listening and you're not single, this is just a good reminder for everybody on things to do and not to do when you're talking to single people. So gonna be a fun one yes this is a little reminiscent uh this one i feel like is a little more on the more helpful not as snarky side of Uh when we did the eight things single people never want to hear and how to respond to them yes which Which we can put in the newsletter newsletter. i'm trying to like beat you to it now (laughs) um but yeah it's it's gonna be a good one but before we start obviously y'all know the drill we have our newsletter that comes out tomorrow that if you are not signed up for, now would be a great time to do that because we are getting closer and closer to doing our Hallmark movie of the week where we yes. start recommending all our favorite Hallmark Christmas movies. And we also give you other books, videos, podcast episodes, anything we mention, even not dating related, that's fun. <laughs> uh, in the episode, we'll get linked in the newsletter. So it's a good time over there. If you have not subscribed to that already, you can do that by going to our website, lookingforthemiddle.com. There's a newsletter tab there, or you can go to our Instagram bio at at LFTM underscore podcast. And there is a button in our bio to sign up there. Also, if you're not signed up on Instagram, now would be a great time to do that because me Monday is back in full force and I have just been thoroughly enjoying all that Bethany is posting. And Mm -hmm. I just, what's funny is I'll like respond to them, but then I get the notifications on my phone. Like Kristen (laughs) camp responded to your story, but I've gotten quite the, quite the giggle fest, uh, the past few weeks. So it's a fun time. We're going to be doing, um, we're brainstorming for our next giveaway and you need to be following us on Instagram to be eligible for that and all the good things. So be sure and go follow us over there. And then we have been talking about this the last couple of weeks, but we are going to bring back the 12 days of couch cast leading up to Christmas this year. Y'all loved that last year where the 12 days leading up to Christmas day, we posted a couch cast episode every single day where we answered your questions. So if you have a question you would like us to answer, we are in the process of recording those, but we can always take more ideas. So there is a couch cast submissions button in our Instagram bio. You can go send us your question. It's totally anonymous. Um, if you want credit for it, you can DM us on Instagram. <laughs> um, but the form in our Instagram bio is where we check them, yeah. where we go specifically to get those ideas. So if you have a question you want us to answer, go and send us that. But that's enough of that. Bethany, Bethany has a question of the day. It took her a while to get her answer. And so I'm a little nervous. She's going to have to cut out like five minutes of me just silently thinking when she's editing. I don't know. Knowing you, I think you're going to be okay with this. And you'll see why I want to ask the question, why I struggled. Okay. 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 So what line from a song has had the biggest impact on you? Oh my gosh. 
It's got to be a Taylor Swift song. I was going to say, I, yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like your problem is going to be narrowing it down. I started to say, I'm like, have I, a couple. I, I have a couple that just pop, like, and I, I hate questions like this because it's like had the biggest impact on you. And I'm like, well, I think of like the first thing that pops into my head. Now, if I sat here for three hours, I might come up with something. I was like, oh, well, yeah, actually that one did have a bigger, but these are two. Yes. That immediately I thought of. Yes. Hold on. Okay, you go first, and I'm I'm googling things. Okay, so I have two. One is one is spiritual, and one is not. Oh, oh man! Now I'm like, what? no, you don't have to. These are just <laughs> both of these popped into my head. So, one um, is from the song called "Undone" by Sovereign Grace. Okay, and there's a line in that song um, which we can post the songs in the newsletter. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, yes. So, uh, well, I'll read the bit leading up to it too so it says our our hands had crafted idols our lips had spoken lies every wayward thought we had against us testified but then the line that like really just like ugh, knocks you back a bit it says but you were rich in mercy to provide what you demand Mm. like think about that god provided what he demanded of us because we couldn't yes like that just sticks with you. That's like, a good one. That really has, yeah, had an impact on me. And then the other one is a Kelsey Ballerini song. Oh, all, of <laughs> course. This, I think it's from like her, this is from her first album. I think from first time is oh, the song. Such a good song. And this was like years ago, getting over someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and just this line where it says, even when you don't have me, you can still be the one to hurt me. It must feel good to know that I'm still holding on to letting go. <sighs> that i was like oh that's brilliant who i need to like it helped me with the okay well, i'm not still gonna hold on to letting go like i'm gonna move on yeah so that yeah that was one from way back oh man oh gosh yeah, i think this I came out in, what 2015 i think yeah it was, it was her first around about then yeah i was like oh she's it was so new good the, oh i just love her i, I feel like Kelsey Ballerini puts my brain to song. Like, yes. every song. I'm like, oh, yeah. If, I, that's me. I think that. If Taylor Swift had stayed in the country, yes. that's, like, how I... She's very much on that uh-huh. with the, the, her lyrics and everything. Like, it's just... It's so good. There is nothing better than listening to your, to a song and thinking, wow, that is everything I've been trying to put exactly. words to. And you just did it and made it rhyme and sound pretty. So <laughs> yes. that's why you are so talented and famous and rich. And I'm sitting here crying on my sofa <laughs> listening to you eating ice cream. Um, oh, gosh. I don't know. what. Like, I don't even. I have my spiritual one that. Okay. Um y'all getting me to pick a taylor swift lyric is like getting me to pick a favorite child like it's just not happening okay then just pick a recent like That's recently true. this is ha- oh stuck oh, with oh, me oh, kind oh, of oh, thing I or something know, it doesn't I have know, to be like know, all time forever know, and ever i know i know okay okay well let me do let me do the spiritual okay. one first so my uh one of my favorite songs is called seasons by hillsong noel that i talked about in our last episode actually sent me this song when i went through a breakup a couple years ago and she was like thinking of you listen to this yeah. song and it was so good but in the bridge um they say what do they say okay here it is it says um yeah, yeah yeah it says i'm gonna read most of the bridge but it says you're the god of seasons and i'm just in the winter if all i know of harvest is that it's worth my patience then if you're not done working god i'm not done waiting mm. and i loved mm. that and I'm like, That's oh, good. that last line, like, if you're not done working, I'm not, like, you're yeah. still going, so I'm still going to wait. Like, you haven't stopped. Yeah. And 
every time I hear that line, I get chills. Like yeah. I've listened to that song countless times at this point, <laughs> but it's just so so good yeah oh i like that Mm -hmm. it's a good one highly recommend again we'll put it in the newsletter um (laughs) okay hold on i'm looking for my i'm looking for the (laughs) okay i'm gonna read two sections of this song so this is called this is taylor swift mr perfectly fine this was one of the songs start recording back yes i did okay i didn't hear it click yes (laughs) this was one of the songs that was supposed to be on fearless which was her second album that she released now that she's re-releasing everything she's releasing songs that didn't make the cut the first time oh that's cool yeah so it's super cool so this it's called mr perfectly fine and oh my goodness this song is so good um so one section she says where's it where's it where'd it go Okay, yes. She goes, I hear he's got an arm around a brand new girl. I've been picking up my heart. He's been picking up her. And I never got past what you put me through, but it's wonderful to see that it never phased you. And I was like, oh my gosh. First of all, if I had had this when it actually came out, that would have been so (laughs) helpful. But then she goes on later and she says it's really such a shame because i was miss here to stay and now i'm miss gonna be all right someday and someday maybe you'll miss me but by then you'll be mr too late and i'm like dang girl yes like that was just (laughs) so i heard this whenever she what she released this earlier this year and i'm like wow one she's brilliant two (laughs) what a fun turn of events but i just was like man this is so like the girls that didn't grow up in the Taylor Swift phase where they <laughs> yes. didn't have this, I feel so bad for them. I'm like, y'all really needed to experience <laughs> what it was like to get a whole album out, listen to it all the way through, like read the lyrics, write them in your journal when you were feeling like crappy. It was, oh man, she's so good. I could go on for, I, I could do an entire episode on breaking down Taylor Swift lyrics oh, and how that's funny. the different seasons of your dating life they could apply to. If y'all well, want to hear that, let us know. Not that he's going to kill me. She's like, you're going to be doing that on your own. I was going to say, I'll be like, uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah okay oh my gosh no. i grew up like i was just a little pre like yeah. i i was just a little older like i mean plenty of people my age love taylor so i'm yeah. just saying like i didn't have it it wasn't as much of a in the moment yeah thing for me i well, because she's right between us in age like she's three right. years older than me mm-hmm. so don't make me sound weird because I know that it's fine. Um, I'm, I was just about to. I was ready to hit the mute button when you gave out our social security number. Yeah. I was. I was ready, but you didn't, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm not creepy. I promise. That's what the creepers say. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Wow. If you wanted to hear more about being creepy, listen to last week's episode. Yes. On dating in the social media age. Oh gosh, no. Okay, wow. What what an editing nightmare Bethany just had to get all the unusable stuff out I, of that. But I really thought Kristen was gonna be like, oh, this song. I, oh, I got it. I it's just if I, think for a while. I did have to think for a while, but man, y'all song well and as a writer, like this is gonna sound so cheesy, but like a lot of I would say Bethany's going to roll her eyes so far back into her head when I say this. Taylor Swift is a big writing inspiration for me just because of her. Oh, my eyes. Okay, thank you. I mean, she can't be a singing inspiration. No, I can't sing. No, 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 no. (laughs) But just her ability to put words to things and her creativity and all of that, like, she's one of my top writing inspirations. So, I love nerding out on all of her lyrics. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, so here we are. Okay, so now that we've had quite that conversation, <laughs> I'm reeling it in, reeling myself <laughs> in. Let's jump into today's episode, how to talk to single people. Now, this this was your idea? Yes. From, no. Was it, or was it my idea? No. No, it was my idea. You told me a story. Yes. And I said, ooh, we should do an episode. Here. Yes. So Which, it's collaboration. Yes. That's how we do things I, around here. Yeah. I will tell that story later yes. in this episode, actually. But I called Bethany and was like, I am so glad that, one, we've done this podcast, but two, that we've learned as much as we have since we've been doing it, because literally... I just witnessed a conversation that made me cringe in 14 different ways. And I just want to be like, we have a podcast. I think it would be great for you to listen to. Um, Oh my word. Oh yes. I'm talking about, we have a podcast. I love it when Bethany says, Oh my word. And like grabs hold of the the table. table, Like something big. Actually, another story, two funny stories. Y'all we're never going to get done with this episode. No, It's fine. So Mel and Trey are here with TJ. That's been a few weeks now. Anyway. um, So TJ is, 16 months old now so he's running around well, talking cutie, all this stuff oh my so goodness. his like most commonly used word is uh-oh <laughs> if you pause the tv he's like uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh that's so <laughs> cute <laughs> if you, um if he drops something if he falls down if something doesn't work it, uh-oh oh, like that's his word that's adorable well, it was our second to last day he was here he was like running in the kitchen <laughs> something happened and he just out of the blue goes oh my <laughs> which melanie like turned around she's like he has never said that before like where did that come from oh <laughs> like later that night we were like he had gone to bed we were all sitting around talking and something happened and i was like oh my <laughs> and mel like whipped her head and she's like i know where he got it <laughs> yeah so you say that all the I time i don't think about it but i i well and in thinking about it like when something would happen like i wouldn't say "Uh oh like my oh my like that's yeah, my that was your phrase exclamation and so yeah oh that's so he's learning from aunt b real quick which he can say aunt b now and it's so cute he would like run into them he'd be like aunt b it's so cute so sweet anyway he's never gonna be able to say my name because it's so clunky (laughs) like literally he would see me last time i was there melanie was trying to get him to say the k sound so she would just go like And he would go, that's going to be my name. He's going to be like, hey, what's up? We sound like, like static. Yeah. Breaker, yeah. breaker. That's hilarious. Yeah. I taught him to say, oh my. And Lindsay taught him to say baseball. So oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but what? why did you actually okay, so, grab the but, table? Oh, so yes, you were talking about, oh, I have a dating podcast. You should listen to it. I had someone not too long ago introduce me to a guy. I walk up. And she's uh-huh. like, she has a dating podcast. You should listen to it. Oh, God. <laughs> first thing out of their mouth and i'm going well this is awkward now (laughs) extremely awkward like don't let that fool you i know nothing gosh yeah you're like and also like if you want to date me maybe don't listen to that first right well and i'm always like i I don't know what i need to ask like what impression does that give someone yeah because i feel like it says oh hey i date tons of people and i'm just yeah or you know everything and i'm intimidated right i don't Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Either false I don't date a lot of people. I don't know everything, and so I'm like, let's let's let's. I don't lead with that normally. No. Like, let's ease into that. I try to make it like, oh, by the way, yeah. Uh, I wait on that as long as I can I without too. looking like I'm trying to hide it. Yes, but also like I'm not trying to flaunt it. Yes, well, especially like online, I don't want it to be like. I'm sure I've worked it up in my head. I don't want someone to think that like, oh, I'm just doing research or I'm yeah, just like whatever. Oh, exactly. I have this podcast and it's you're true. my guinea pig. So it's finding that balance of when to tell people. It's a very awkward thing we did not consider when we no. started this. 
<laughs> not at all. But yeah, don't lead with that. No. It's just not a No, no, not no, no, no. Yeah. I'm no. Like, oh. oh my. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I felt more awkward than anyone, but I was just like Still. I don't know what to say now because no, it's, no, it's no, not no, for no, guys. I'm just gonna really. talk through my teeth and try to call mine or, you know. Turmoil. Oh man. So yeah, fun times. Yeah, fun times. <laughs> Gosh. All right. So we figured last y'all know we like lists we did pros and cons last week we're gonna do do's and don'ts this week same thing kind of same thing (laughs) of talking to single people there are things that are helpful Mm -hmm. and then there are things that are not (laughs) and one of the things though what we kept in mind as we're making this list something we're really passionate because we realize most of the people listening to this are single and so you may be thinking why are y'all talking to us about how to talk to single people because we are single people but one of the added um, motivations, I guess it's not our top motivation, but a motivation we have with making this podcast is to give you tools and ideas that you need to have conversations with people who aren't single about what it's like to be single and to date right now, because unless they've been married rather recently, they don't understand all the ins and outs of it because it was so different when they were dating and when they got married. And kind of like you didn't even plan this but kind of like taylor swift and kelsey ballerini put words to what we've been thinking we want to help y'all put words around maybe conversations you've been wanting to have or things you've been wanting to bring up with people that maybe have said the things you're not supposed to say to Uh single people to you that have been frustrating or you're trying to navigate those relationships or conversations we want to help you through that so that's kind of the motivation as you're listening to this it is and one i do want to say one thing right from the beginning especially well i guess i could say it before we get to the don't section like don't talk about these things or don't say these things but as single people and especially as single christians when when people say things it's like ugh, that was not helpful or that you don't know how that actually comes across or whatever remember most of the time there is no malicious intent at all no doesn't mean people can't like think about what they say more but i think being on the receiving end of that like there is so much room for us to be gracious and to be understanding and to assume the best of people and let things roll off our back so this is not something that's meant to be and I I think you guys know this but we can always use this reminder all of us that this is not something that's meant to be a list that you're gonna like hold people up to and if they fall short well then you're gonna let them have it yeah like that kind of thing like this is just meant to be a helpful tool to kind of get people's minds get those wheels turning thinking about what you say which we can all use in a whole vast you know array of ways in situations not just when it comes to singleness but this does not remove the need for grace and understanding and being loving and kind and patient. Absolutely. And we all know that. Yeah. But it's a good reminder. But it's a good reminder, even for us, because I, I will say having done this podcast and we talk about so many things and we think about the nitty gritty of so many things, there's a whole lot more going on in my brain because we've thought about so many things in detail that when people say stuff, I kind of can lack that grace somewhat Mm, that I didn't before because I hadn't really thought about some of this stuff that I have now. Like I didn't know to be frustrated when they said it before, but now I do. And I'm like, so it really is a reminder to myself of be gracious, be understanding, be kind, be 
loving in your response to those people. Even if it's like, if you have an opportunity to send them this episode or you have an opportunity to, um, kind of have a conversation about what's more helpful, keeping your mind right and keeping your motivations right is just as important as what they're saying. And that's the only part you can control. Yeah. So just remember all of that from the start. Yeah. That's a good, (laughs) good reminder to kick things off with. Yes. Okay. So our first do Bethany, what is it? We have the first one here is ask questions. So when you're talking to someone who's single, ask questions about uh, mainly because like, we're going to talk about things that maybe are frustrating to us or we've talked to other people and it's frustrating or it's hard or these things are helpful and these things are encouraging, but this is not going to be the same for everyone. And I think that's one thing to remember as you're talking to your single friends or you're interacting with them, even if you're single too, (laughs) remember that they aren't all going to be the same as you. Mm -hmm. They don't think the same as you. And there's going to be things that would be frustrating for you that aren't for them or vice versa. Things that I don't think twice about might be really frustrating for Kristen. There is actually one down here that she's going to mention that doesn't really bother me. I get it, but it doesn't bother me as much as it does her. I'll tell you when we get to it. I'm going to tell you right now. Well, I'm very um, curious now but, what it is. But that doesn't mean like it is something that's really frustrating for her, you know? Mm, yeah. So ask questions of your single friends in the vein, not in the vein of, oh, are you seeing someone? But in the vein of what can I do to be helpful? What is like, what is encouraging for you in the season? What is helpful? What is not Um how can I be praying for you? How can I encourage you? Is there a place where you need accountability? Like talk about those things, ask those questions and get to know the specific person that you're talking about and not just think of all the single people, all the single ladies, all in one like clump. Yeah. Does that make sense? And like really think through then the questions that you ask, like start broad and you can get more narrow as you get to know that person. And I think how well you know them to start with is going to, dictate the starting point of those questions you're gonna already have some information you're already gonna know them um if you know that person well so just think through those things from the get-go and start from a place of i want to get more information help me understand especially if you're someone who is a generation or two removed because it is in and i i like we can say it till we're blue in the face you just gotta trust us unless you want to get out there and try dating again um it is a whole different ball game. Not a whole different ball game. It's a whole different sport. Yeah. Like we're not even. That's true. That's a great way to put it. (laughs) It just is. And it's funny. I was actually talking with uh, Krista the other Uh, night and because we've kind of joked about this before. I said, you know what I would love to do? I would love to figure out an ethical and moral way of doing this, but I don't think there is. Yeah. Take older people who the problem is most of them are married right the people like your parents your grandparents yeah aunt Susie, whoever they're all married but i would love to figure out some way to take a couple of those people and say hey okay download this app Mm. and now you go through this there's there's no way there's no way to do it but that's but to make them walk in our shoes yeah yeah i don't think they understand like like oh just get online there's people everywhere 62 no. percent of them are yeah. men we learned last week right and just you'll just meet someone and it's like oh bless your little heart yeah no well i've <laughs> talked on here before about when i showed my mom a dating app one time actually sat there and scrolled through it with her she was like oh 
like yeah, yeah your mentality of this is just a uh, prince charming you know multi <laughs> like yeah exactly next, just next next universe yeah. over here it's like no yeah that's and not I, how this works that's probably the closest we can get to what i'm saying yeah. but like, let me show you what we're working with here yeah and that may be in the vein of asking questions mm-hmm. asking what's really what's difficult what's challenging what's frustrating and give someone the space to show you because exactly it is you know you hear all the horror stories or the jokes they all came from like yeah (laughs) you laugh to keep from crying yeah but it's seriously it's true (laughs) well and i would even so when i was we were outlining this my brain on asking questions went in a different direction but i think i'm glad you were talking about both of them so my (laughs) thinking was when you're talking you're just in conversation with a single person think about the questions you're asking in just general conversation and maybe how you word could word them differently to not make them feel so like we're going to talk about what questions not to ask at the end of this episode (laughs) but like you know we get the question so are you seeing anybody like trust us if we are you'll know okay and so you think about like how do I give them the space to talk about whatever they want to talk about with me? Yeah. So even just saying like, Hey, what's new with you? If it's a relationship, they can tell you, Oh, I just started seeing this guy. If they just started a new job, if they just, you know, got on this intramural sports team, I don't know whatever, whatever you're doing, but rephrasing your questions I think goes a long way because Mm -hmm. it gives, it doesn't make us feel like a failure if we don't, we have the quote unquote right answer because (laughs) there is no right answer to what's new. I mean, there is, but you're not looking for a specific one. And I've thought through that a lot with my little sister, Danielle decided pretty early on high school, she was not going to go to college. She's like, I want to be a wife and a mom. So I'm going to nanny. I'm going to coach volleyball and I'm not going to school. Well, she was the only one in her graduating class. Granted, she went to a small Christian school. The only one who wasn't going to college. And so everybody, her Mm. senior year was, hey, where are you going to school? Where are you going to college? Where are you going to college? And she was like, oh, I'm not going. Yeah. And it was so hard to watch her have to navigate those conversations. And I had had been very guilty of every senior. I thought, oh, where are you going to school? And so now my question is, so what are you doing after graduation? Yeah. And it's a different question. And if they're still going to school. They can tell you, oh, I'm going so-and-so. Or if they're not, oh, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do a gap year. I'm going to work Uh here. And there's not this pressure for them to have a specific answer. And so I think if we can think through, you can still look for the same information, but if they don't have the information you may be looking for, it's going to free them up a little bit. Well, I think this is a good place, too, to kind of point out kind of what I was saying before about that's a very understandable question to ask. Like yeah. the original. Yeah. Where are you going to college? Like it's yeah. not like someone's like, oh my word, I cannot believe you said that. Yeah. Like I'm sure, and I'm sure Danielle did, like show grace. Show oh, understanding. Absolutely. I, I know she did, but just thinking of like, I get why people ask that question. I yeah. get why people say, oh, have you not met anyone? Oh, are you still single? Oh, whatever. Like, yeah, I get, I get the question. I just think it could be, like you said, just phrase it a different way put someone on the spot a little bit less yes but yeah balance both sides there exactly exactly i think another place too where the questions just asking questions and phrasing them well comes into play is maybe how you approach trying to set someone up i think people just assume everyone if you're single you must want to be set up and date someone which 
to an extent, probably everyone does, but it depends on who you are to them. I think a lot of times. So instead of flying in with the, Oh my word, I have this guy. You have to go out with him. Y'all would be perfect. Or, Oh my word. I know this guy. He's single. You're single. You must be. Meant to be. <laughs> Which is if only that was my, that easy. My very limited experience with being set up. I have not been set up all that much. Probably by choice. Um, is that it's like, well, you're a Christian and he's a Christian. You're single. He's single. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> and I am, I am more of the type. I'm like, sure. I'll go out with him. What's it's a date. It's the first date. What do you got to lose? Like, I yeah. don't really mind personally, but I haven't had him work out super, super well for me personally. But Instead of coming in with this, like, oh, my word, I'm putting the pressure on you to feel like you have to go out with this person, ask the question of, like, hey, how, well, you know, what's your stance on being set up? How do you feel about being set up? And I will say the person who recently actually set me up with someone took that approach, and I really appreciated that of, like, don't know if you're open to this, don't know if this is something you're interested in, and it's totally fine if you're not. However, I thought of you and possibly this person. Yeah. That's a – like – you don't want to make the person feel like they're obligated to go out with this person yeah. right off the bat. And I will say too, the one thing this person who set me up recently did really well too, is they like made that initial connection and then got out of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge when it comes yes. to setting someone up don't too. Don't stay in the middle. Don't make them feel like you're the third wheel no. on this potential setup. Gosh, no. I think so much of what we're going to talk about in this episode boils down to not making assumptions. Yeah. If you're making assumptions, you're probably going to go about this in a not so great way. <laughs> yeah. So just keep that in mind. Even if you have the best of intentions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the second thing you should do when you're talking to a single person is show as much interest in the other areas of their life as you would if they were telling you about a relationship. Mm. For whatever reason, yes. people get so much more excited to talk about if you're dating somebody than if you started a new job or you got promoted or you moved to a new apartment or you, I don't know, fill in the blank. You got a new car. Like, yeah, there are new things or big things happening. And for whatever reason, it's like there's a ranking system. Yeah. And if you get in a relationship, it's like, oh, all of a sudden everybody wants to talk to you and ask you yeah. about it and text you all the time and, you know, comment and like all your pictures. And it's like, this is a big deal but there there have been a lot of other big things that have happened for me and you never got this excited before so just because there's you know they may not be in a relationship right now doesn't mean they're not worth cheering for encouraging being excited for and it means a lot when we are affirmed in those things because don't worry in the back of our head we're thinking like this is great I still want this right but when you're saying like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like look at yeah. you getting to do this. And that's so cool that you're, you know, you got that or you moved here. Or you're doing this. And don't tie it to, oh, cause you're single. Like, yes. No. Just I know. Like, I know you're trying, like people are trying to point out, Hey, look, here's a good, like, this is really cool that you're able to do this. And you know, you're single so you can. And like, it's like trying to tie mm-hmm. it to a good thing, but no, just, just leave that out. Leave it as, as it is. And I will, yeah, I will say this is kind of one that's a little bit of a soapbox for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, we love soapboxes around here. <laughs> probably gonna sound a little snarkier i don't mean it the way i'm sure it's gonna sound but yeah if you if you don't talk to me any other time except for after i've been on a couple dates with someone don't don't come talk to me Mm. after those couple of dates just see how it went like that that's a great point like if because it and i'll be i'm being really blunt here 
refer back to me saying be gracious and yes. I'm learning it myself. But if that's the only time you come talk to me, that comes across, I mean, it literally reduces me down to my marital status mm-hmm. and oh hey she might be dating someone so now she's worthy of my attention is how that feels yeah i know people don't mean it that way but that is 100 how that comes across and if you don't want to talk to, i mean that's how it seems you don't really want to talk to me you don't really have anything to do with me 90 percent of the time but then as soon as i'm possibly dating someone or going out with a new guy or there's whatever or even just the potential of it hey i saw you talking to so-and-so now you're going to come talk to me about yeah. like don't it makes your worthiness feel like it's tied it to does. whether you're with someone or not it and does it's just and i i know people feeling. want to like celebrate oh this thing you've wanted oh hey look great this is exciting but that's not all there is to life exactly. and that's how it feels exactly and we already struggle with that enough like i already feel like that enough i don't need someone coming along and basically saying yeah you're right about that this is all that matters yeah exactly that's how it seems exactly and then kind of tandem to that even if you are talking to someone outside of when they're dating someone don't ask about their marital status constantly are you seeing anyone is there anything new are you talking to anyone is there any guy have you been on an app like people when people ask those questions constantly it just gets really tiring trying to figure out how to say nope still not dating anyone like a million different ways yeah trust me i will tell you when i'm dating someone when i want you to know yeah like if we're really good friends Kristen knows anytime I'm talking to someone basically you know like Lindsay knows oh hey there's this guy and I'm really hoping he messages me back like they know those sorts of things other people know oh I have a first date you know that's maybe a level removed other people know oh yes I am dating this person there's gonna be people who are like oh wow look she's engaged yeah like (laughs) yeah so you don't have to ask. Mm-hmm. You, you'll know when. Yeah. We'll tell when, you when we want to tell you. When it gets to that place. And so especially if you're like a really close friend and they tell you when they're talking to someone or, you know, whatever. You don't have to ask. Or if you do, don't do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Spread it out. Yeah. Spread it out. And one other thing, and this might sound obvious, but this is coming from personal experience that really kind of bugged me. This um, is the one that doesn't. Yes. This, this is the one that doesn't bother me as much. This bothers me. This bothered me so much. <laughs> if you're meeting somebody for the first time, don't ask them if they're married right off the bat. Number one, if we're talking about women here, look at their left hand. Yes. They're going to have a ring on. Okay. And if not, then if they are married and for whatever reason they're not wearing their ring they're going to talk about their husband pretty quickly at some point in conversation but i started when i started working for my church six golly six years ago holy crap (laughs) i feel very old right now um you would not believe in my first week when i'm meeting all these people how many times so are you married i'm like I wanted to hold up my Do hand. I like, does it look, look like I'm married? Yeah. And it was so, and I'm like, it's so crappy. I'm like, no. And you just told me about your husband and four <laughs> kids. Like, that's great for you. So happy for you. But now I feel weird. Yeah. So just like use your observing skills yeah. and, you know, cause no one that, yeah. again, maybe that doesn't bother you. It bugged me. Well, and it, it doesn't bother me. In an isolated, oh, you meet someone, oh, tell me about you. Are you married? Da, da, da. Like, yeah. Don't mind that. But if you're in a situation where this person has started a new job and they've met 50 new people in a row, 
realize everyone's probably asked them that so maybe don't yeah like i see i can see how in that situation where it's like oh my word everyone is asking i've talked to tons of new people in a short amount of time and every single one of them has asked me this one question yes oh that would get really old yeah and i think that was the kicker it was just constant like Like, on repeat everybody think this yes (laughs) like i'm gonna walk around like holding my left hand up and then shaking (laughs) with my right hi nice to meet you can you see that this finger is empty (laughs) passive aggressive christian's coming out y'all get ready (laughs) yes oh my gosh all right moving right along here number three on the do list yes and this is kind of an actual do like do this yes not even just talking yes still invite your single friends to hang out with you even if they are the third wheel because or the fifth or the seventh or the ninth yes there are some couples that are still fun to hang out with when it's just the three of y'all or the five of y'all or whatever and so don't assume oh because they don't have a date they don't want to hang out with us like that was something that i don't really like third wheel with them but there was uh this girl who was in my small group for a while and we were also neighbors so we lived in the same apartment complex her and her husband i told them this more than once i was like y'all are so great (laughs) at not making your single friends feel single when y'all are both around yeah and i'm like that means a lot to where i'm like i don't feel uncomfortable i don't feel weird i don't feel out of place like y'all are just so good at we're all just friends hanging out yeah and so don't think oh because so-and-so doesn't have a significant other that hey we're all going to dinner or, hey we're all going to this movie that yeah. you can't invite them if they they can always say no if they don't want to but at least give them you know the option to come and hang out with y'all because you're still friends so don't skip out on that opportunity agreed okay so next was do on the list yes <laughs> next thing to do uh, is when you're talking to single people, when you're having conversations with them, have some sympathy, not pity, not pity, maybe em- not empathy. That's not right. Sympathy is right. Yeah. It is a weird dating world out there. And that's the only way I know to put it. Yep. Um, and as well-intentioned as it is and, and well-meaning and appreciated in the right context, if you jump straight to like fix it mode, it isn't always helpful. Like if I'm like, oh my word, another, another one bites the dust and it's so frustrating. Da, 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 da. Well, if you immediately go to, oh, well, if you'll just do this or if you'll just do that, da, it's helpful. And I'm a fixer, so I, I get it. But at the same time, I just need someone to say, oh, that is really frustrating. I hate that for you sometimes. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times too whatever you're trying to fix or whatever you say they've thought of it they've yeah. thought oh i you know this would change or this would be better or i should do this differently or someone else has told them so i think <laughs> sympathizing with your single friends out there especially if they are of a certain age shall we say <laughs> i mean i'm mid-30s and trust me i'm not single because i haven't tried like yeah it's just oh man I, there's no way to describe it to someone who has isn't in it yeah and it's a weird world like apps and the things people say and the uh, it's a lot it is a lot and so just having a little sympathy for your single friends goes a really long way like that's all that's that's all they need sometimes oh man 
that is really frustrating. I hate that for you. And leave it at that. Yeah. That, oh my gosh, it goes so far. Yeah. <laughs> and I've told the story once. I'll tell you all again, because this will forever stick out in my mind. But the last breakup I went through, the day after I came over to Bethany and Lindsay's apartment, and all they did was let me vent and cry, and they gave me ice cream, and Lindsay played with my hair. Yeah. They didn't. They weren't like, oh, well, maybe you could do this. Oh, you You'll should do that. Someone. You'll be fine. He's the worst. None of that. It was just they listened to me, they fed me ice cream, <laughs> and they played with my hair while we watched Friends. And it, that was exactly for a really what long I, time. Like, yeah, it was for a hours. Long time. Yeah. But that was exactly what I needed. Yeah. Because I knew the time would come where, okay, now we are going to, you know, let's pick up the pieces yeah. and move along. But that wasn't the time for it. And there are times when we're, you know, as single people that we don't want to be told how to fix it or to deal with yeah. it or whatever. We just want to be like, un we want to be seen and understood as much as you can. Yeah. And cause like Bethany said, we've thought about mm -hmm. most everything that you've told us to try. Like we're a very introspective bunch. We single people. <laughs> we have to be. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> We, we don't have, don't have much choice. <laughs> but yeah, we think about these things. We're not just like, oh, you know, you told me I need to put myself out there more. Oh. We'll also in the newsletter, we'll, if you need a good uh, laugh, we'll, or laugh, cry, all the emotions, the whole, like, if you would just blank, yes. you'd be married by now episode, the question episode from last season. That's a good one to listen to. Yes. We'll link that in the newsletter. Okay, so let's move on to the don'ts. Always ending on a negative note lately. We're like <laughs> no. starting with the positive, ending with the negative. Oh, man. Um, okay, yes. These are cautions, warnings. Yeah. I'm not wagging my finger at you, but <laughs> if you keep doing these things, I will. <laughs> that's that's the attitude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's talk about what not to do yes. when you're talking to single people. So first thing, and going back to you talking about making assumptions, don't assume that they're unhappy being single. Um just because someone is single, even if they want to get married in general, does not mean that they are just, you know, trudging through life with no purpose. And that's all. As single people, especially f fully grown adults who are well into life on their own, there's a lot more going on in life than just the fact that I'm single. And so I'm... I'm happier with my life now being single than I probably ever have been, but I'm also very aware of the fact that I want to get married Yeah. at the same time. And so just don't assume that I'm unhappy or to be pitied because I'm single. So yeah. don't let your communication with single people reflect that, I guess. Yeah. You can want to be married, be single and be happy all at the same time. They're not yeah. mutually exclusive and not want to be married and want to be single you mean you're no. a single person yes you can be wants, single yeah. who wants to be married but also still be happy at the yes, same time absolutely. yes absolutely and i think sometimes that may be hard for some people to understand but <laughs> yeah. it is a real thing and yeah. i mean i think you can go back into scripture you can have unmet desires and still be content Mm -hmm. And the same thing goes here. I can have the unmet desire that I want to be married and I'm not married yet, but I can be content with where I am right now. Yep. It's not that, oh, God hasn't given me this. Th like contentment is a choice and you can still have things you want, but you can choose to be content because you do have everything you need for life and godliness through Jesus Christ. Absolutely. That is straight out of scripture. Mm -hmm. So again, 
you can be all three. You can be single, want to be married, and be happy. And I think something else to consider is, again, with the assumptions, don't assume someone's looking to date right now just because they're single. Yes. We've had, there are two different (laughs) ways you could look at this. Mm -hmm. You could either look at it from a standpoint of, hey, maybe they just got out of a relationship not too long ago and they're not really wanting to date right now. So don't assume like, oh, just because you're not with anybody means that let's go and find you someone. (laughs) Or we've had several people either that we've talked to in person or who have reached out to us through our Couchcast form, our DMs, emails, whatever, that say, hey, like, I'm not sure if I ever want to get married. So how do I communicate that to people who are trying to set me up, who are asking if I'm seeing anybody? Like, don't make an assumption that just because someone is single means that they're, you know, wanting you to go find them their spouse. (laughs) Okay. And... So I think, again, that's where you ask those questions. Mm-hmm. You get to know this person. So what, like, are you, you know, where are you at right now? And what, yeah. you know, tell me about your life and what are, you know. And can I just make one addition to that? When you're asking those other questions, ask them genuinely. Yeah. No, not <laughs> I fishing. can always tell when someone's asking me, but they're, they're not saying what they really want to know. They're just kind of beating around it. So ask those questions genuinely because we can tell when you're not. Yes, that's very <laughs> true. Very true. Okay. So then kind of in that same vein, you don't want to, you don't want your communication coming across to someone to, to convey that you see them as a problem to fix mm. or not them, but their singleness is a problem to fix. And you're going to take on this like crusade to get this person married. It, it's a part of a single person's life that they're single, but it's not necessarily a problem that needs to be fixed. It is okay. I mean, it's okay to be single and not want to be. It's okay to to, to be dealing with that tension. But one one thing to remember in this too is that when you're viewing it that way and you're coming at it from that angle, even if it's not conscious, it would be one thing if one person did that. But remember, you're not the only person in that single person's life. And if one, one person was like, Ooh, I'm going to help you and we're going to fix this and da, 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 that's fine. But y'all ever read that book as a kid that was like, this is what would happen if everybody did. No, it was like, I mean, it was a little kid book. And yeah. It was like, this is what would happen. If, if you left your shoes on the floor in the living room or whatever, and then it, you turn the page, it's like, this is what would happen if everybody did. And there's like shoes everywhere. It's like, this is what would happen if you didn't close the door. And this is what would happen if everybody did like that kind of thing. And okay, it's gotcha. kind of that same thing in my mind of like, okay, this is, I mean, it's fine if one person is trying to help you fix this and, oh, we've got this and I'm going to find you a husband. And you're kind of seen as this problem there's this problem they want to fix most of the time that would be fine but that's not the reality of what that person is dealing with most of the time they're dealing with the side of it where it's like this is what would happen if everybody did yeah. you know like yeah. everyone and that will give someone a complex yeah that's <laughs> such a good analogy that's really good so. well and i think kind of in that going along with that something else to be careful about is don't feel like you've got to justify how great somebody is because they're not dating somebody like they're (laughs) you know they're a complete whole wonderful person regardless of whether they have a boyfriend a fiance a husband whatever and that should be the 
like starting point you know not yeah yeah not not that you're having to like explain it away yeah like it should be well we started this place yeah exactly yeah well and this is that this is the story that sparked the episode idea so i was talking to a friend of mine a few weeks ago and she had gone to this event and it was her and her boyfriend and then they went there was another couple that was engaged that went with them and then another one of their friends who was single and they're all kind of sitting there talking and this girl and her boyfriend came up and started kind of just asking them getting to know them it was like a networking event or something yeah and so the new girl looked at the engaged couple. I was like, so are y'all like, I see a ring. And she's like, yeah, we're engaged. We're getting married, you know, whenever. And then she pointed at my friend and was like, hey, are y'all? And like, yeah, we're dating. Right. I think they said, we're just dating. Okay. And then the girl's like, oh yeah, us too. And then the engaged girl motions to the single friend. She's like, oh, and she's just awesome. And like... My friend was like, Kristen, it was so cringy. Like, I didn't know what to do. Like, it was just like, ugh. And then the new girl was like, oh, yeah. Like, I I mean, oh. it took me forever to meet him. And I'm like, what? And I'm asking my friend, I'm like, is this like, how old is this girl? And she's like, I'm pretty sure she just got out of college. Like, it's oh. not like they're super, you know. She's just fun. awesome. She's just oh. awesome. And so my friend was just recounting the whole thing. She's like, it was, it was so rough. And I felt so bad for my single friend here. And she took it like a champ, apparently. Well, and when you're the single person there, you know you're single. Yeah. And honestly, and stuff like that, I hope no one points it out yeah like just pointing it out at all is sometimes the worst thing you can do it's like right i i don't need i don't know i'm like i don't need you to defend me no well and as like, far as anybody knew she could have had a boyfriend that just wasn't there yeah so like it's not like you've got to make if this she didn't, like yeah it's, uh, but it's just, <laughs> just this sense of like oh you're she's not going to ask if you're with anybody because you're standing here by yourself yeah. with us so i need to justify like how yeah. great you are how to like no it's, it's as if the idea is like well she's not dating anyone but don't worry she's still a normal person yeah she's oh. so awesome she's so great well yeah of course like you don't the fact that you feel the need to i don't know it was it was it was a rough yeah rough thing to hear all around just, yes so, just, so keep that in mind like you don't need to i th- i think Again, a lot of this is coming from assumptions and a lot of this is coming from a place of you feel like you need to step in and be the defender or the hero yeah. for this person because like, it's like they're just because they're single doesn't mean they're helpless. <laughs> yeah, They are more than capable of speaking for themselves and putting themselves in situations to meet somebody if they want to yep. of using discernment on who they t- talk to about their dating life and who they don't like they're full grown adults. And all of this we're saying is trying to help the non-single people learn how to honor the single yeah. people. Because it's really what it boils down to. How can you be a good friend to them, an encouragement to them, a listening ear to them, mm-hmm. and just honor them by the way you speak to them, you speak about them, mm-hmm. you treat them, whatever. So... Yeah, that was, I called Bethany. I'm like, you've got to hear this. Like, we've got to, I don't know how we address this, but we've got to do something. We've got to do something. Oh, man. Yeah, that one, 
I just felt bad for the the single girl in the scenario. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That one. Well, tough. and I think it was tough too because I'm like I've been in that spot. Oh yeah. I've been with my couple friends, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, please don't ask me anything about mm-hmm. this. Like, but that's great that they are. You don't need one. It's a new person. I don't feel the need to yeah. like tell you. Oh yeah, I'm. Just let's move on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't need someone. It's like they're trying to defend defend you for something that's not a problem. Yeah. Like, I don't need you, like, coming to my rescue. Yeah. When there's nothing to be rescued from. It's like they're trying mm. to rescue you from being single, your yeah. single status. And it's like, well, no, it's fine. Like, yeah. You just... You, yeah you just deal with it like it's just what it is it doesn't need i don't need my my character is not lessened my personality is not dampened because i'm single and i don't Mm -hmm. need someone trying to say oh getting kind of all defensive like oh i know since she's single you must be assuming there's something wrong with her so don't worry she's really awesome yeah and this is another scenario where i'm sure the intentions were good 100 sure there was no ill will in her saying that yeah it's just like don't assume things and think before you yes try to help sometimes exactly exactly okay another you know don't (laughs) another thing not to do here is don't try to make your single friends feel better by talking about how hard marriage is or how you wish you were still single and oh my word be glad you're single because i have to deal with this um (laughs) kristen and i were talking about something and a friend of ours has a husband or has a husband one of someone i know who's married her husband's been sick like nothing major he's just kind of been sick and i mentioned oh that so-and-so is sick and we were joking about something <laughs> kristen was like well i wish i had a husband who was sick like you know i wish i had a husband who had the flu or whatever because it's like i know that sounds awful it no, was a joke but, i promise no, no 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 but the making the point of like you can talk about, oh my word, marriage is so hard because my husband gets sick and he's the worst patient ever. And blah, 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 blah. So be glad you're single. When what we're saying is, well, I wish I had a husband who was an awful patient. Yeah. Like, or my mind goes to, I'm like, oh, I wish I had a husband to like take care of when he was exactly sick. Yeah. Or like when I get sick, I have someone to take care of me. Yeah. So you see the good. You see the good in the seasons that are yet to come and you see the bad of the seasons you're in right yeah. now. Yeah. And this one more than others, I know you're trying to help. You're trying to say, oh, don't, it's okay. Like, don't worry. It's not all, you know, sunshine and roses. We get it. We know it's hard. We know it's whatever. But it's not helpful to try to tell us, oh, hey, that thing you want is awful. Don't worry. You don't really want it. Yeah. You're like, that doesn't sound, that doesn't feel great. Yeah. Or, Or basically say, well, I wish I was single, so you shouldn't wish you were married yeah huh? yeah <laughs> like that doesn't sound great at no. all sound, no 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 so just don't yes and the last don't we're just gonna do a rapid fire here yes of questions not to ask okay well, if you need to write these down or or text these to somebody who needs to write them down <laughs> no i'm kidding um kind of um here are questions to avoid one when are you gonna meet somebody if I had an answer for that right? question. Hold on. Let me get out my magic eight ball. I yeah. brought it in my purse for this very occasion. <laughs> oh. I may start doing that. Oh, you should. 
Oh, wouldn't that be funny? That would be really fun. I don't know if I could pull it off. I think you could. I don't know if I could pull off funny more than like snarky. Really snarky. Yeah. Because you had to like obviously prepare. Yeah. Be you like, knew people were going to ask. You know what? I think somebody put like God hacked my calendar this morning. <laughs> and it looks like on January 12th. That stays circled for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. It could just be like, I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to get a new car maybe. <laughs> Something's coming. No. Don't ask when they're going to meet somebody. Don't ask somebody, why are you still single? I know you mean it as a compliment, but that, talk about making a complex, you're like, oh, God. I don't know. I, trust me, I've, I've come up with a list of reasons why I think so. Do you have something that I may not have thought of? And trust me, this is the one place where people just don't understand the the psyche or the the stuff that goes on in your brain when you're on dating apps and guy after guy after guy after guy after guy that you talk to there's some sort of like fatal flaw mm-hmm. there's some sort of reason where you get to a point and you're like oh mm. you if you don't get past x red flag like yeah that you're not th- this makes it really hard to find someone yeah and so then you start going but wait i'm here <laughs> so this is the thing i asked myself i've asked Kristen. i'm like tell you would tell me right like you i'm asking you what is that thing about me and so then when you start saying, well, why are you still single? You're like, I don't know, but I'm really trying to figure it out. Could you help me? Like yeah. someone tell me yeah. what this glaring blind spot I have is. Yeah. Yeah. It and is. I will say for girls too, people talk about, oh my word, you're so funny and you're so great. And da, da, da. I don't know why, you know, why you haven't ever met anyone that will really quickly go to, well, I must not be pretty enough mm-hmm. for a lot of girls. Yeah. My, but- I mean, myself included, because you're going, okay, well, I'm, I'm so great apparently, but yeah. Here I am still single. It must be the way I look. Yeah. Oh, I went through that. There, I have quite a few journal entries where I'm like, <laughs> I'm tired of adults telling me how great I am. Yes. I don't want to date your no, mother. No. I'm tired of you. my parents' friends or teachers or people that I know, parents of my players that I coach. Right. Like, hey, so great. Well, You're going to make some guy so, so happy one happy. day. And so he's going to be so lucky. I hope so. Like... <laughs> but i'm like yeah. i really want a guy to think about me the way all you like i love that there's this little fan club forming but can you like instill your fandom into like yes. a really cute tall jesus loving yeah. age appropriate guy please thank you so much <laughs> so yes no asking why you're still single don't ask so are you like are you putting yourself out there are you like doing th- yes we're all busy <laughs> yes that's the one are you putting yourself out there because that has been the thing to do way before online dating Mm -hmm. way before anything so that i'm telling you that is the one thing that someone's gonna go no (laughs) i never thought about that where have you been my whole life how did i not know i'd need to be putting myself out there everybody knows it don't ask yes sorry that was a snarky version of me again nope "Mm." y'all these episodes we have that side (laughs) and we're not afraid to show it y'all love us still you've still been coming back so and in that same vein, the last question not to ask is, have you thought about getting online? Of okay, course. Okay, never mind. That's another one that everyone's thought of. Yes, so there's two. All, yeah. We, of course, we've thought about getting online. We don't live in the Stone Age. Do you know how many times my mother would text me when she would see an eHarmony commercial and be like, Kristen, did you know every eight minutes someone finds love on eHarmony? I'm like, do you know every time you text me this, I get annoyed? Like, <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, we are infatuated not infatuated infiltrated yes different word very different we are infiltrated (laughs) with ads and you know things on social media and commercials and youtube ads everything is i mean everything you see is like 
oh dating this hinge that bumble this eHarmony this match.com constant we've thought about it you Mm -hmm. literally have to live off the grid to have not thought about dating online so we've thought about it if we're not doing it there's probably a good reason probably is so whether that's a temporary choice not to do it whether that's a hey this is not for me so please respect my decision (laughs) thing whatever again how can you honor this person how can you be a cheerleader for this person in whatever decisions they're trying to make because again this is the last thing i'll say before i get too soapboxy (laughs) i think there is a pressure for single people to be very open and forthcoming with all of the details of their relational life that is not expected from married people because no one goes up and asks for intimate details about your marriage there's there's a unspoken line or unwritten whatever it is of just you respect the privacy of hey this is a this is a very close intimate relationship they have with their spouse you're not going to go ask for all the details yeah (laughs) Yeah. exactly again their close friends are going to know just like your close friends as you're single are going to know what's going on in your dating life but for whatever reason people feel the the freedom to just ask whatever and it's like no there's there's still a level of privacy we would like to keep if you're close enough we're going to tell you what is going on and yep. if you're not you'll find out with everybody else when we post it on facebook that we're official yeah and that's it but just respecting the boundaries and the privacy we're trying to set and if you mm-hmm. are single and listening to this there is nothing wrong if you're getting asked questions you don't want to you don't feel comfortable answering if you know you're put in situations where you're having conversation you're like i don't really want to talk to this person about it it is more than okay you have full permission to say hey you know what i'd i'd rather not talk about that if that's okay or hey that's we're not quite ready yeah or yeah yeah, hey that's you know it's a little more detail than i want to get into right now but you know thanks for asking asking. and shut it down and let that you've no one's going to respect your boundaries more than you yeah. And so you've got to be really diligent in setting them. And if you do, you're going to create the kind of, you know, culture, yeah, for, lack for lack of, of a better <laughs> term, of what you're going to tolerate, what you're going to talk about, mm-hmm. what you're willing to share, what you're not. And people will eventually learn. But you, just because you're single and someone asks you an uncomfortable question doesn't mean you have to answer it. Yeah. So if you need, if you needed a sign or like a little, <laughs> you know, shove in the right direction (laughs) shove i'm much more violent (laughs) but he's like oh here's a little nudge and i'm like shoving you off the cliff but just keep that in mind yeah so any other any final thoughts i think we have thought enough okay we we have shared enough thoughts all right (laughs) well we'll wrap it there guys thank y'all so much for joining us we hope this episode was as fun and enjoyable for you as it was for us um hope you enjoyed our (laughs) advice and our snarkiness yeah our (laughs) rants all the things we will be back on friday with a backstage pass so a response to a question one of our male listeners has sent in so stay tuned for that but until then i'm Kristen, and i'm bethany and this is looking for the middle Mm -hmm.